Good evening, Mervin Abayisai. And we are beginning Bezer Hashem Barach, a new Sha'ar here in Chavos Havavos. In the Sefer Chavos Havavos, written by Rabbeinu Bachi Ibn Pekuda, one of the earliest Rishenim, certainly one of the earliest Musasvarim that we are aware of, written by Rabbeinu Bachi, lived in the 1100s, so we're talking about even as we mentioned previously, Rishonim themselves, like Rabbeinu Tam, used to learn this sefer as a way of guidance, as a way of chizik, of encouragement, and to gain in Musr. The Halakhsam Sefer Maizeda used to say that a day that went by without learning Chavisavavas or Musr, the day was cold for him. He used to have a 15-minute limit of Chavisavavas with his Talmidim every day that he gave that he gave this year. So moving on here to Shara Tshuva. And the reason that uh, I'd, I'd like to go to Shara Tshuva now is because this is, first of all, is the Shar that the Chavazavav is so fit to put after Shara Kniya. Shara Kniya, we just completed the 10 chapters of Shara Kniya, which we delved into humility, what Anova, what humility, what being lowliness, what feeling low is, feeling insignificant before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and how that expresses itself in terms of our interactions with people, our interactions with ourselves, and our, our whole Avedis Hashem. And then from there, Chavis Avavis tells us the next step is really Tshuva. The next natural step is Tshuva. But aside for that, aside that the Chavis Avavis said that this is what comes after Kenia, after one has already achieved elements of humility, then comes tshuva, it's almost born out of humility, as we'll see. We'll see right at the outset of Chavis Avavis's view on tshuva, it's very encouraging. A lot of svarim that we see, and maybe it's sometimes what we think our own our own minds, we think that tshuva is a very daunting job. It's a very daunting challenge of doing tshuva and completing tshuva and we'll see with the Chavis Avavis that that's not the case and we have to put it into perspective and indeed with his perspective it's very encouraging indeed to do the proper tshuva with the understanding of course that tshuva can't be done overnight it's a lifelong mission of doing tshuva which we hope at the end of our lives We'll have gotten to that point. Another reason we should start Shara Tshuva now is because we're in the week of Purim. And Purim, as is mentioned by the Arizal and others, resembles Yom Kippur. Purim and Yom Kippurim equate each other. The Vilna Goyen told us that every Yom we have Chatsi Lashem, the Chatsi Lashem, every Yom we divide up, half of the Yom we dedicate to things on a more spiritual level, and the other half, on a more physical level, we indulge in more food, on a Yom Dif, and so it is with Yom Kippur and Purim. Yom Kippur, the whole day is dedicated to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kav Yochel, in a sense, all for spiritual matters, and therefore the other half of Yom Kippur is Purim. But we understand just like Yom Kippur is Tshuva, a Tshuva Meira, so too Purim is also a day of Tshuva, and that Tshuva is Tshuva Me'ava. And the Gemara tells us very clearly, the Gemara famously in Shabbos, the Pei Chesem and Aleph tells us 
that there was a resurgence, there was a reacceptance of the Torah once again at the time of Purim. And so it is every year Purim when it comes again. The Gemara says, They were Makabal once again. What they had been Makabal one time at Mantera, they were Makabal it again. They reaccepted it. This time, out of love, Aleim on themselves, the Alzarim, and all future generations as well. So it's a time for Tshuva. Certainly what's going on in the world now, it's clear to us that Kodesh Baruch Hu wants us to do Tshuva individually, collectively. He was, wants to bring all of Bnei Yisrael closer to Tshuva, which is the ultimately what he wants us to get to. Everything, all paths lead ultimately to Tshuva. And when we do the Tshuva, Ein Yisrael Nigolin El Al Yidei Tshuva. The Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin that we will only be redeemed and Mashiach will only come when we do Tshuva. So let us begin by Hashem Shara Shvi, the seventh gate of Chavis Abavah's Shara Tshuva. And here he says he's going to explain the different facets of the obligation to do tshuva, its parameters, and the things that are dependent and unnecessary in order to do a proper tshuva. And this is the opening of this gate. Says the author, since we already have learned previously, in the preceding Shar, we've learned about Kaniya, we've learned all about that Midah of humility, which we explained there at the outset. I mentioned what the Mashkiyah Zogazunzai Meirebe Ramatesyo explained that it, it's unique that you have a Sefer which dedicates a whole Shar just to one Midah. One Midah, which is Kaniya. There's many Midahs. You could have a whole book just on Kaas. You could have a whole book, book. John, other Midas that we'd have to deal with our whole lives. But yet, of the ten Sha'orim, of the ten different sections of this Sefer Chavos Avavos, he dedicated a whole section to humility. And as we learned how important it is. And from here, that goes right into Tshuva. So because we already have learned about Kenia about humility. That is the root of tshuva. It's the root to repent. At the beginning of it. A root. Someone explained so beautifully. We have the in 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 metaphors which we use to explain concepts in Torah. We have two metaphors. One is a foundation, and the other is a root. Like the Mesilas Yesharim begins his Sefer. Yesoid ha-chasidus, v'shoirish ha-avoidat bimah. There's a Yesoid, there's a foundation, and then there's a Shoirish, there are roots. A foundation is something that you lay down first, and once you have a good, strong foundation, you can put many things on top of it. You could decide what you want to put on top of it. You could put heavy things, you could put light things, you can build it in, in a certain height, a certain width, as long as there's a foundation there. But the foundation doesn't necessitate what has to go on top. It's just that you have a firm foundation to build on top of. There's the, what is the foundation for a building. A root is different. A root is you plant something in the ground and roots are formed and then something grows from that. Whatever you planted, whatever the roots are, that's what's going to grow. 
You don't plant apple seeds and a watermelon tree grows. Never happened, right? You don't plant a apple, apple seeds and then a peach tree grows. It's not what happens. Whatever you plant, that's what grows. So the, the Chavisavavah is saying that one who has planted and implanted Kenia in oneself, one who has attained any level, and certainly great levels of humility, that's Shairish, that's now the root, which will then grow out of that Tshuva. And that's the beginning of Tshuva. The beginning of Tshuva is really a self-awareness that we are so insignificant before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There is so much more that we have to do, which we explained many times in Sharaknia. The idea of being humble is that no matter how much a person has accomplished, he realizes, first of all, it wasn't his doing. It was all given to him by Hashem Himself. No matter how much a person has accomplished, he always is supposed to feel, there's so much more that I have to do. If I've been able, and if Hashem has enabled me to already reach this height, then certainly I'm able to go higher. And therefore, I should feel great, I should feel pride that I've reached this amount. Who knows how much more I have to go? Who knows how much more I have to, how or higher I have to reach? And because of that, it gives a person a sense of humility. So that thought process itself is the understanding that really a person many times comes full short of really what he has to do. And this is the Chavez is going to tell us right here at the outset. So we start with Kaniya because that's the Shairish of all Tshuva and Vaskalosa. Therefore, Therefore, I saw fit to now juxtapose the Shar HaTshuva to Kniya, explain its parameters, and the way to get to perfection in Tshuva. The Oymar Tchila, and I will say at first at the outset, the obligation to do Tshuva, and the necessity to do Tshuva. In other words, it's necessary. The Chiyuv would be just, well, there's a mitzvah in the Torah. You look in the Torah and the, the Torah tells us several times, Hashem says, I'm giving you a mitzvah to do tshuva. It's incumbent upon you based on Hashem's commandment. But more than that, the Hatzorichaleh, it's really absolutely necessary. It's impossible to have a system in the world without tshuva. Shekfar nizbar because it already is clear to us, both from reasoning, from logic, and I will back it up with several psukim, in Torah, Nevi'im, and Ksuvim. What? This fact. What does the Chavis of Avis tell us? Right at the outset of Shara Tshuva, you know what he tells us? It's clear, both from pure logic, and it's backed up from psukim in the Torah. That every person falls short of his obligations, what he has to do to serve Hashem. Do you know what the Chavis just said? He just told us that the human being is far from perfect. And no person, no human being, no Jew, no matter how great he is, is ever going to be perfect. There's no Jew in this world that is only going to live a perfect existence. And therefore, logic tells us, how did Hashem expect us to be perfect? 
Hashem knew, Hashem created us, and knew that we are going to fall short, and knew we are going to fail, and knew we are going to sin. And therefore logic dictates that there must be a system in place already, there must be a safety valve. Now when things go awry, things go wrong, the system doesn't, we got to have a backup. But that itself, to me, gives tremendous encouragement. It's not like we think, Oy vey, I sinned, oh my goodness, we're going to go straight to Ganem. Oh no, what did I just do to, to the world? Who knows, the world is now going to go off course. It's true, sin is a terrible thing. But we have to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us with the understanding that man is going to sin. Every human being is imperfect. And he's going to explain this, why that is, through, through logic, through psukim. But therefore, since every person falls short of what he has to do in his obligations, therefore it necessitates to have tshuva. In other words, we were not created as robots. We weren't supposed to be just cold individuals. We do this. It is exactly what we're supposed to do. We'll never move off course. It's impossible. It's not the way the human being is conditioned. It's not the way the human being was created. Not from a physical, not from a psychological, not from an emotional standpoint. And because of that, because Hashem knew you're created from so many different composition positions and such a different diverse makeup. And I know you're going to fail. And I know you're imperfect. And I know it's necessary to, to, be, to slip up and to fail. Therefore, Hashem says, I'm going to give you a way to get back on course, to realign, to recalibrate. And that's what Shuva is. And that's why we need Shuva. So this is our introduction to Shara Shuva. A good night.